standby passengers, see me at the podium of your city center. Non-Rev Lounge is a travel and aviation podcast. Monique, Laura, and Tyler are three friends that work for a major airline as gate agent, flight attendant, and ramp worker. During this podcast, they will discuss using their flight benefits to travel the world as well as talk about things that happen at work. They have guests on almost every week to share their travels and stories, leaving tips on the best places to travel or things to do. Enjoy. Welcome to the Non-Rev Lounge. We hope everyone's as excited as we are to have Nick and Brittany back with us. If you haven't already, go back and listen to last week's show with them. We're not going to go much into introductions because we did that last week. But hopefully everybody went and subscribed to their YouTube channel and follow them on whatever social media you use and you won't regret it. So welcome back, Nick and Brittany. Thank you. Thanks for being on, guys. Absolutely. So let's start off because you guys have such funny content. Let's hear a funny story or kind of experience you guys. I kind of want to hear, I've, I've heard about yeah, the step challenge. The step challenge. Vi- video. Yeah, the let's hear about challenge. that. So we met up with some of our friends from uh, another podcast, actually, Chubby and Away. Uh, Jimmy and Amanda, they are big into travel too. And so we met up with them at one of the... So yes, bad at Grand Fiesta Americana. Yeah, in Cancun. Yeah, Brittany's the one that like. I'm the travel actually, planner. She, I'm the I'm the travel enhancer, and she's the the travel <laughs> planner. So I'm just along for the ride uh, in most ways. But anyway, my one contribution I came up with was we're gonna have a step challenge, uh, and I sold it to the rest of the crew, and they were rather excited about it. And so the the idea was, how few of steps can we take? <laughs> in an entire day at an all-inclusive resort? The answer is not many. <laughs> we can do this. <laughs> well, what did we end at anyway? Well, many? I had probably a few too many beverages to prevent me from having to go to the bathroom. So I think I had the most, and I was at like 2,300. So <laughs> For the full day. So you guys all made sure you all had your watches yep. on at yep. the start of the day. Sure did. Yeah. That bathroom walk was a killer, though. I think we, we chose poorly on our seat on the beach. I mean, like... Optimal for views and the bar, suboptimal for the bathrooms. Yeah, and then a couple a couple trips into the ocean cost us a few too. But yeah, that's it was true. worth it, I guess. You yeah. couldn't have put the trips in the ocean in the bathroom in the same Sometimes you can. <laughs> <laughs> Nick may have done that a few times. Huh? <laughs> the sacrifices must be right? made. <laughs> I think I was telling Monique about the story and she's like, Oh, I would just went to the, the ocean. I yeah, sometimes like ten feet to the ocean. 50 to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Ocean winds. No, I, I feel you there. But you're also stuffing yourself with food, too, which presents oh, other, a problem. Yeah. <laughs> no, that one you can't do in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could, but... <laughs> it's a little frowned upon. <laughs> the water's so clear. <laughs> That's what I think you were pretty much complaining about. She needed to move to the pool, and that was too far, but you had to get to something different. So I was just... I was laughing. So I was going to go watch that video, and... It was so funny. It sounds like something we would do. As I was watching, I was yeah. like, Laura's uh, workout every morning, and we're like, let's limit our workout. So <laughs> that's I already proposed it to like my fiance. Yeah, for our honeymoon, I was like, this sounds like a great idea. It's a great challenge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When we were in Paris, we did the opposite. We did the how many steps can you get? So this time we were like, we're gonna we're gonna limit ourselves. We're really just yeah. not gonna move today. Which, by the way, props to you on that one because you were seven months pregnant, and we walked forty five thousand steps. In Paris. Whose idea was it? 
Hers. Oh wow. <laughs> That's why it went. Yeah, if you propose. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm still alive. So. <laughs> well, we were only there for like two days. Had to maximize. It, it, it worked out. It did. Yeah, we were like we were trying to meet a goal though, like our highest number of steps ever. So we were in our hotel room, just like pacing back and forth. If you would have been there, you would have thought we were insane. totally not. I mean, you're seen. probably still hearing it. Pro- probably, still probably. Think we're yeah. <laughs> you at the end of the Cancun one. Maybe this is a different video, but. You, you showed you eating at this place and you're gorging yourself on food. So, the, but you were saying the food is amazing, right? Was that yeah. part of the, yeah, the it was, was all inclusive place? Or yeah. What? So that, that look was, was fun. And I remember you, what Brittany was saying, like, I can't eat another bite. And then she eats it and she's like, almost like she's going <laughs> to gag. That's about right. Yeah, those all inclusives would get you. But we, we, it was the Grand Fiesta Americana Coral Beach. We've stayed at a few different ones in Cancun, but that one was just, you can't stop eating. The food is amazing. Eat through the pain. Yes. Yes, exactly. Or you have to. Yourself. Exactly. Was that your first like big trip post COVID, like after being on lockdown? Yeah. Yeah, that was our first time flying, I think. Yep. You said you've been to other places. You just, do you suggest? Do you like the all inclusives, or do you feel like it's too confining to like? You don't get to explore the whole place. So what are your? I've never done it before. Yeah. So would you suggest those or? We might get dragged for this in the elitist travel community, <laughs> <laughs> but I believe all inclusives have their place. You're not going for a cultural exchange to Mexico when you go to an all inclusive. You certainly can go and you know explore, and, and we do that. But sometimes you just want a vacation and you just want to stuff yourself and. That's the purpose they serve. Yeah, there's there's travel and then there's vacation. And yes. I think they get mixed a lot of times, but we do a lot of traveling. So every so often you just need a vacation where you just sit and do nothing mm-hmm. and see how few steps you can take. I think that's, that's a good point. And also I think with the people, for us it's different, I think, because I feel like when I go to Europe, I don't have to do everything in a trip because we can go back. We yeah. may not go next week, but... That's why my wife was playing so much stuff. And I was like, let's just go sit at the park. Just go and sometimes just enjoy Europe, just being there. And and I say, we can come back next summer. We can go back in a month. I mean, and that's something that a lot of people, when they do a trip, it's, you know, let's burn it. So that's one of the benefits to me of having our benefits is not having to do everything at once. And sometimes it's, like you said, it's just good to go. They're not always the once in a lifetime trips. Yeah, right. You can't yeah. get back and see. Remember when we went to Hawaii yet. with her mom, and she's like, "Make sure, you, are you loving it?" Because maybe what was it? She, she said, "We may never come back." And I said, "We're good. We're yeah, coming we, in like we, two weeks." Yeah, we, we had, had a, another trip already planned, but she kept saying <laughs> that the whole time we were there with the whole family. Yeah, we're like, "No, mom, like we're literally have like a, plans to come back in a month." So. Yeah, so that's awesome. It's a different island, but still, yeah, we're we're coming back to Hawaii. Like, yeah, and we go back all the time, but yeah, it's just that that mentality of non revs can be different because you still have to pay for things there but you guys understand so let's talk about adding kids into your travel equation because we've both done it and lars went through because you didn't have kids when you started right you were like a junior in high school when you started high school your airline <laughs> so wait for real or no it's 20 oh yeah <laughs> wow so what are the some of the pros and cons that we've each had with, with adding kids and traveling with kids and just the the good things and bad things about it. Um, I'll let you guys go first. In the no pros, no cons. <laughs> no. I think with traveling with kids, uh, gate agents are like heroes. They see that you have a little one with you and they do everything they can to sit you together. Whereas when it was just like the two of us traveling together, I mean, they try their best to put you together, but you know, at the end of the day, they don't really care that much. It wasn't a priority. 
Well, like it is when you have kids. Right. Yeah. It's, you know, now they make a concerted effort. They're like, okay, well, here, take these for now. So we know you're on the plane, but we're going to reshuffle. So they do that a lot. Yeah. I'd say another pro is like not just the travel component and showing them places, but like life skills, like just teaching them at a young age, putting them on a plane They've become so flexible. Like they don't have to have their nap time right at the same time every day. They've just learned to kind of like roll with things, which I think is one of the benefits we've just noticed. I mean, of course, they're kids and they still have tantrums and, you know, things like that. <laughs> but it's just made them so flexible. So, I, you know, it's it, that's one of the biggest benefits for us. And they try new food and all that stuff. Yeah, get out of their comfort zone. I think the the earlier you can get your kids kind of trying new things, the better. Yeah, when I took my kids to Africa, my girlfriend goes, well, what did they eat while they were there? I go, well, they ate what we all ate, you know, whatever they serve. Because when you're on safari, mm-hmm. you know, they give you the food. and You can't be vegan. No. And... Um, so my girlfriend's like, well, my kids wouldn't eat that. I'm like, okay, my kids eat everything. Yeah. And look at Olivia now sitting by herself in mm-hmm. the middle seat. That's pretty cool. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. We have this picture of her in Japan with like a, a what is it? A squid like yes. on a stick. And it's like most adults would not try these things. And she's just like little miss adventurer. She'll try anything. She'll try everything. She doesn't necessarily like everything. Right. Yeah, but yeah. she'll try it at she least. She still likes her craft mac and cheese. She's still a kid, but yeah. <laughs> But her most requested meal though is ramen. And I'm not talking like just the ramen packets. Like we have to go through the whole shebang and make it right. I yeah. have an egg floating in it. Oh, it's gotta have the egg. It's gotta miso have bra. miso bra. Oh, for sure. <laughs> if she doesn't see us putting like the kelp in it, she's like, What is this? <laughs> See, that's great. Now, so my son is now 24, but uh, a few years ago, he went to uh, Peru and he said his favorite thing to eat was a uh, vaca corazon on a stick. So cow okay. heart on yeah. a stick. That was wow. his favorite thing. Now, I happen to know my girlfriend's kids would not even, no way. <laughs> but but see that you're raising your kids, you know, have an open mind. Yep. Yeah, that's our purpose. I think it's fun with my son that's in first grade is we took him to New York last October when we had our little meetup for our podcast people and he got to see the Statue of Liberty and just last week in school they were drawing it and he could say like I've been there I've seen that before and some of his experience that a lot of the kids in his old school may never get in their whole life he's had it by first grade so I think that's that's fun it's it's, it's a little cha- more challenging at times to get that extra seed and to keep him contained but now he's getting he's at a fun age for me six years where but uh we can go travel more and, and things thing but uh yeah that's it's fun getting to show them the things of the world and and places that i've been before and i get to take them again and have that mm-hmm. so same experiences and and he's getting into aviation too like um we'll watch airplanes in the sky and he can point them out and know the different airlines and stuff that's and so it's, we it's do. <laughs> oh yeah fun that getting to that age and, and doing those things so what are some of the 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 hard sides of the the downsides of having kids traveling with kids. I, I mean, I feel like we're pretty good at packing, but there's just there. I mean, you there's no way around it. You got to take the stroller. You got to take the car seat. It's just you can't just pick up your bag like you could if it was traveling without kids. So we, I, I feel like we've gotten it down to a science, but oh, we're pretty good at it. <laughs> there's still a lot you have to bring with kids, I'd say, and then. 
you know, we have a two-year-old who's about to be a little three-nager and it's, 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 yeah, it's a fun age to travel because he has his fair share of not wanting to wear the seatbelt, not wanting to sit in the seat. And now we have the mask requirement. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a challenge at that age. I, I mean, especially like when they just start walking, I'm, there, I can't even sugarcoat that. It is not. <laughs> it's not the best. No, that's miserable. Time, but it's worth it in the end. See, I thought when you said you were going to talk about the the cons of having kids, I I was vomit, diarrhea, not, not, none of the things you brought up. So, <laughs> you know, we've actually. I'm gonna knock on some wood there. We've actually been really good. Um, we haven't had that kind of an issue. Although there was one time. Which one? I, I don't remember where we were headed, but we we try to pack when we are carrying on as Little compact as possible. as possible, and we just did not bring enough diapers, and uh, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. a whole situation. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. we had, I mean, we had like two diapers, and it was, how long was the flight? Maybe four hours. Yeah. I think we were going to San Francisco. Yeah. And... It didn't work out in our favor. (laughs) Gambled lots. And we had to carry... It was Olivia. She was a baby at the time. We had to carry her off. I felt bad for the other passengers. Yeah. That was her first flight. (laughs) It it was a learning experience. (laughs) Yeah. I had blocked that out of my mind. We now bring enough diapers. I say, just so you know, for the most part, at least with our airline, if everything's shut down late at night, the customer service desk behind them a lot of times they keep diapers oh no way oh so if you are in like a real pinch you are just go up and be like hey it, it's an emergency like we do not like everything's closed just ask because huh. a lot of ours kind of like in the manager's office or office right behind they oh, have interesting. kind of supplies that. like that who knew huh. that's nice for those people that get stuck like that yeah, yeah. well and a lot of times yeah we've had to use it when there's like weather or like extreme like right that makes sense yeah operations out and everything's closed and you're like well We've got two for you. Hopefully they can fit. <laughs> You'll make it fit. <laughs> yeah. So as our listeners probably know, for me, I'm kind of a travel snob. And my wife, too. With it, When we go to Europe, we like to have the good seats. And we will fly around the country to make sure we get them. But going to Europe means that either we sit in the back with our kids or we don't take them. And so that's been the the dilemma. And it sounds like you guys, it doesn't phase you at all. You'll sit in the back, but maybe you're not as big a snobs as we are. Because <laughs> that's the debate. It's our our oldest, Jake, just turned six, and our airline, you can fly in business. So we said, okay, we'll get you a passport now, but the other two, we're not worried. Nice. We'll do that later. So that doesn't uh, phase you guys at all, the, no. the long flights with kids. They've been... I mean, we're pretty comfortable with just getting up and walking around. So, you know, a lot of people are hesitant to do that. But normally, I mean, they're really cool about, like, if you just walk, through the aisles you know like if it's a long haul flight and it's kind of like in the middle of there's no service going on or anything so that's what we usually do so that we're not cramped the whole time in our seats but we've we've gotten like bulkhead a few times or you know yeah the extra leg room seats so those are at least a little bit i don't know a little nicer when you have kids and one time we got the bassinet whenever it was that was legit yeah that was a lifesaver never get that never so what have you learned from traveling with kids or tips that you could give to make traveling better for those those long haul especially? Yeah. I think if you just expect that things aren't going to go according to plan, it's a lot easier to just 
roll with it. When we go in, we don't even think we're going to get a flight. So if we do, it's like, yay. Uh, but if we don't, then just on to the next. I think it all is your expectations. Kids can really sense stress and pressure. And if you're tense, they're going to be tense. So if you go into it, you know, with kind of a, an open mind, I think you're going to have a much better time. Yeah. And I think the people around you, I know there are horror stories out there, but we've just had so many great experiences with people around us and just being like, we'll have people sitting next to us. It's like, don't worry about it. I've been there. I've had kids on the plane and it just kind of puts you at ease. But I think when you just go into it with that mindset of like not worrying what other people think are sitting around you, it's, it's much easier on yourself. And to the one guy who decides to talk crap just put your bag on top of his new coat that he rudely put in the overhead compartment (laughs) just having your camera out help people be nicer do you think um i haven't really noticed one way or another to be honest i I just curious they're like oh crap they're filming me (laughs) people are very (laughs) people are curious they're curious yeah especially when you get like you have the microphone people are like what's that crazy looking thing right but (laughs) yeah was it hard for you when you first started doing that videoing i mean we don't as far as recording in private for audio stuff, but um, we've done a few things, not many, but that seems like they would be hard. Was that a hard trans- transition or starting to video and in, in public? I thought so. Check out our first video. It's um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's very, yeah, very uncomfortable. <laughs> but then we got used to it. And even the kids now, they like to make videos and take pictures. So we've gotten them into it, which is super fun. Yeah. What do you do? Do you have anything to kids on the flights to entertain them, or what are you, kind of things do you do to make that time pass? Do you use like Nyquil or like what? Do you no do? <laughs> tablets or <laughs> no judgment to people who do. We we try not to. So we we usually go to like dollar store, Amazon, order a bunch of really tiny crappy things, and just every hour of flight time, just oh here's something new, here's something new. Brittany's got more snacks than God in her backpack. I, 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 I travel with a lot of snacks. but Some of them are for the kids even. Yeah, some of them are not. No, I'd say majority are not for the kids. <laughs> but I think too, like, instead of going and buying, like, you know, all these fancy travel toys and stuff, Everett, when he was a baby, he liked those little paper coffee cups. Like, he yeah. would, we just got, like, I don't know, five or six of them, and he would just stack them the whole flight, and that was more entertaining than all the toys we brought. So sometimes simple is better. And it's paper, so it doesn't make any noise. Exactly. Okay, so when um, I did take the kids to Africa, that's very long, and we transferred in Amsterdam. We were there for a few hours. Anyway, felt like pipe cleaners. Pipe cleaners. They come in different lengths. They come in different colors. They come in different. Some are really puffy on the end. Some are, and those kids made all kinds of animals out of those pipe cleaners. Genius. Oh, fun, yeah. Add that to our list. Yeah, add that to our list. There's also these little, this little toy. It's called a squig. Squigs. Squigs. That's Squigs. a throwback. Yeah. They, they're they like these little suction building toys, but they're great for planes. And we we when the kids were really young, we took them on every flight, and they loved them. Yeah. That's a good one. And then they make, like, crayons that are, they don't roll. The triangle we, ones. Yeah, the triangle ones. We would always bring those because they loved coloring. That's smart because those things will just roll right off yeah. The, yeah. the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, if you guys listened to the last episode, you guys kind of talked about doing your maternity leave in Japan and how awesome that was. Is there somewhere else that you guys have been that you just really loved that other people need to check out? Ooh, there's a lot. 
<laughs> I don't oh, even know. So many great places. I really liked Buenos Aires. That one was, for me, kind of under the radar once we finally got there. Um, that was just a really cool trip. A lot of great food, mm-hmm. cool places to explore. It was awesome. Yeah, that was a good one. I also liked taking Olivia to London. I mean, I think that was oh, kind yeah, of that like a, a classic trip. I mean, I think it's one of the more kid-friendly places in Europe, though a lot of places we've been are pretty kid-friendly. But Stupid just departure don't... taxes there, though. <laughs> They're know. so expensive. It is, it is expensive to fly out of there. The queen has a lot of needs. She yes, does. yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a great one because there's so many different things for kids to do. And just walking around, I mean, parks and you run into playgrounds everywhere and yeah. Hyde, Hyde Park we loved. I don't know. It's just... Yeah, that's... Let's do, let's do both of them. I want to hear more about right. what you did in Buenos Aires. Okay. So what, what made it so special? Why do, You said you love it. Oh, it was just so why? casual. Okay. Um, we love street food. We don't tend to go to like a bunch of sit-down restaurants. I mean, even when it's just the two of us, we tend to snack and walk and snack and walk. But we do the same thing largely in any city that we go to. We find the biggest, coolest park, stop at the grocery store, uh, get wine, bread, cheese meat and just have a big picnic let the kids run around and just a lot of fun just enjoy the yeah being down there did you do the cemetery we did yes i've heard that like, that took have... us like three days together oh really oh the one that you took all the stops to well no like so once we actually got that was the trip of if it could go wrong it went wrong i mean like it rained the whole time it was, oh God, we had the worst luck on that one. We went during New Year's Eve, but didn't realize that like, <laughs> you got to do your research ahead of time because um, Buenos Aires, like sh- the city shuts down on New Year's Eve. It's not like the US where people go out and party and go to restaurants. It just, everything shuts down. So we ate our New Year's Eve dinner at a gas station because mm-hmm. that was all that was open. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. And then when we were leaving, that was we got locked in the vestibule of our Airbnb. That was terrible. You got <laughs> we, locked, locked in the what? In the so like the <laughs> the Airbnb was set up. You had to use a card to swipe out. Okay. To get out of the the door. Well, when we left our Airbnb, we had to leave our key in the room, and so oh. we left the key and the the fob in the room. The door shut behind us, and we went down to the to the vestibule. We could not get out of the building. <laughs> <laughs> and we were stuck there. Yeah, and we were cutting it close. We always cut it close on our flights, and yeah. this time it almost backfired. But. Oh, yeah. So the Uber is out there, and we can see him, and we're waving to him. We can't get out of the building. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and you like see your Uber there, too, and you're like, but don't leave, don't leave. Yeah. So we literally we like went up a floor and started knocking on people's doors. And this is three in the morning. So, oh, it too? Oh, so it was- somebody <laughs> speaking in English, please let me out of your building. It was, I'm sure, terrifying. That and I wonder how many so times. mad at you. Oh, yeah, like, I'm not answering. It's three in the morning. I'm not answering my door. What are you going to do? He I mean, did, but he screamed some things to us. And I don't know what they were because we didn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> then did he open the door for you? Yeah, someone eventually did. The The building manager must have gotten called who then let us out. Let the crazy Americans out. Yeah. <laughs> like, just let him go. <laughs> right? Like, how hard is it to get out of a building? Like, what if there's a fire? <laughs> this feels dangerous. Bit, right? Very true, yeah. What is the cemetery thing? Or I've never heard it. What's... Uh, Recoleta? Is that what it's called? Is that, I just, uh, yeah, that's... One of my friends that's a flight attendant, yeah, Rebecca, she had a lay over there and she took pictures. Gorgeous. With it, yeah. yeah. As a cemetery goes. It's, and it's where all, like, who's who of... Argentina is buried there. So there's a bunch of presidents and scientists. Yeah. When is the, so the movie that Madonna's in, that that's like, Evita? Is that the name? Oh, 
I have no idea. You just, is she buried? I feel like they're, yeah, like famous people are buried in this. Yeah. So there's just flowers all around the... Yeah, it was really cool. Called, but yeah. yeah. You went at New Year's, right? And you said it was raining? Is, mm-hmm. Was that their summer though, right? Yeah, it's their summer. Just got a bad weekend? Because that should be nice mm-hmm. weather. Right? Yeah, it was, it was It was. supposed to be nice. And then we went to a pool and then it started pouring. <laughs> and then our poor daughter was like looking forward to being out and swimming. And then we had to run for cover. And what did she kept saying? She said, don't give up. Oh, yeah. Never she just up. kept saying, don't, we'll never give up. <laughs> the whole trip. The whole trip. Because it was just a series of one thing after another. But you have those, those yes. times. And- oh, that's a good little attitude, though. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so cute. Very cool. That's what I need to get down there to South America. But uh, so we're talking about with summer, maybe doing London with my kid now that he's six. So what did you, you say? You said a few things. You said Hyde Park. So actually, mm-hmm. I, I Googled things to do in London with kids recently. And so what were some of the things that you guys did? Yeah. So Hyde Park's awesome. And there's a lot of different areas in it. Like, um, so we actually, we brought like, we just went to a grocery store got stuff for a picnic and just had a picnic in Hyde Park. And then there's different types of little playgrounds there. So there's like a Princess Diana Memorial Playground. That was super cool. That's one of the nicest playgrounds yeah, we've ever been actually, to. it's actually, well, they have kind of two parts of it. One is like a playground playground and one is like a little water. The Memorial Fountain. What do you call that? The Memorial Fountain, yeah. yeah. Um, you can kind of walk through and it's like a, just this really shallow pool Yeah, kids type are like thing. swimming in it. That's yeah. what Olivia was swimming. But a nice free activity. So, you know, there's lots of different things out there like that. And then, of course, there's Buckingham Palace, which she enjoyed sticking her head through the gate and trying to see if she could see the queen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We ate a lot. We ate a lot. Yeah, Mm -hmm. a lot. We did all the classic things. Paddington, the the Harry Potter... We didn't go to the Harry Potter, like the actual no. You, you movie didn't go to the thing, Warner Brothers studio. No, place. We, okay. no, no. We went. We did the poor man's version, and we went <laughs> to the to the luggage cart, King's Cross. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they've got a thing at King's Cross, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But when you know you had to pay those those taxes coming back, you got to save your money. So yeah, that's <laughs> ungodly expensive. I just I can't get over how expensive it is to fly out of London. Some, like some of my coworkers will say like. Just take the train. If you're in London, take the train to like Paris Paris or Amsterdam or something and fly out of there just because like it's cheaper to take the train and have the taxes out of somewhere else than it is just to fly out of London. It's that expensive. Yeah, we went on Ryanair. It was 25 bucks each from from London to to uh, Frankfurt. Oh, that's there you go. And then yeah. back. Okay, but it's not um, Heathrow. You have to go to Stansted Airport. Ooh. So, is that even London? I mean, yeah. they say London, but is it? Even- I think it's England. <laughs> so I know a lot of people that will do, um, they'll go over to Dublin because Dublin's like $39 for taxes. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy how different it is. But yeah, yeah, that's, uh, we love London. Um, Laura's favorite trip is London. We're getting London back for our airline nonstop. So she's going to start working that. Oh, so nice. no, that's fun. That's a lot of. All right. So we have a lot of good. Uh, travel experiences with our kids but every now and then our kids don't act according to what we <laughs> hope for yeah. do you have a story about that oh god yeah i was in buenos aires too nothing nothing goes well <laughs> don't, in buenos give aires. <laughs> don't give up she had had her fill and we our channel we talk about kind of the you know the downsides of traveling with kids but we don't tend to show it largely because if i was having a meltdown i would not want a camera in my face so we kind of try to honor that but you know when olivia listens to this in like seven years from now here you go honey (laughs) (laughs) she lost it she lost her mind i don't remember why she was upset we were in an uber and we were going to 
La Boca, La Boca. in um, Buenos Aires. So it's a little outside of the main city center. Yeah, and it was, it's kind of a, it's a neighborhood that's, I think it gets a bad rap for not being safe, but it's, you know, it's a fine neighborhood to go and visit. Great food, it's just, um, but anyway, we're we're just on the road in her stroller and she's screaming and flailing and eventually we just stopped and put her stroller toward the wall and said, okay, have at it. So she screamed it out for about 20 minutes and then dusted herself off and we were all good to go but that's that flexibility you know just expect that it's going to happen and yeah I, I mean that was a crazy one but it's also happened to us in the plane where people couldn't escape the situation oh, <laughs> landing in amsterdam that yeah. was a delight yeah she screamed pretty loudly because she didn't want to wear her seatbelt. Uh-huh. and it was yeah i felt bad for the people around us but yeah you know, what can you do yeah monique still has monique still has those same Built do. though. Yeah, you yeah, start. I just need a wall for twenty minutes. <laughs> hey, you know what? If you got to get it out, you got to get it out. <laughs> remember when we were young? Maybe you don't remember being told when we were in Seed World. Yeah, so we had done like the whole California thing with our family for a week, and Sea World was our last day. Uh. And so I was exhausted. I think I was maybe six or seven at the time. So we walked through the gates, and I literally just sat down. And said, I'm not going anywhere. And I saw these other people with these like strollers or like uh, wagons or, wagons something, or yeah. something. I said, I want one of those. <laughs> and my parents were like, no, we're not getting you one of those. And I said, well, then I'm not moving. <laughs> and I wasn't. So finally they went and got a wagon for me and put it in and dragged me around. But yeah, I get it. Sometimes you're just, you're too tired. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. How do your kids do with jet lag with those long flights? Or have you found anything to make it better? That's one thing I'm kind of worried about. I, I think kids are actually more adaptable than even adults yeah. sometimes is that something that's been an issue or i mean aside from well i mean i don't know if you would call it jet lag with everett when he was when we were in japan but you know i think by and large they do pretty good we took olivia to hawaii when she was about a year old and she woke up on you know eastern time still which yeah. was somewhat miserable but understandable so I mean, usually they're pretty good though yeah i have i mean coming back it's like it really only takes them a couple days to get back on their schedule. So it's not like, oh, no, now we're in it for a month to mm-hmm. get back on the regular schedule. Um, at least in our experience, it's you might have a night or two that might be miserable when you get home. But that's that's really been it. Yeah. When um, I took my kids, our family went to uh, Greece and we were worried about the time, the time change and all that. So, you know, I'm just a shift worker you know so i could trade and mm. drop my shifts and all that so we went a couple of days early we went two or three days early and i found a really good hotel rate and it was right by the acropolis so oh, the, nice. we spent a couple days visiting that and trying to get over our jet lag but not everyone has that you know the shift job there where you can take a couple extra days mm-hmm. not spend a lot of money but yet you know get acclimated yeah one thing we've heard people do is putting their kids to bed either earlier or later, progressively leading up to a trip. We've never done that because we never planned that far in advance. But um, <laughs> you, yeah. we hear it's a good idea. You get them all set it for Hawaii, good. then you go to Europe. And it's <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> right? <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> well, we've talked about your YouTube channel a little bit. Why don't you just share for a few minutes about um, why you started and what your, your goal is with it? Or what, are, what are you trying to show what what are why should our listeners go check out your channel i think they should but why don't you share uh well the reason we mostly started it was because when we found out that we were having olivia everybody said oh hurry up and take all the trips you can because you'll never be able to travel with kids 
And we just were not about that life because we love traveling and we wanted to continue traveling. But I think that mindset is out there for a lot of people and that it's it's harder to travel with kids, which I mean, I'm not going to lie. It is. It, it's different. It's not. I wouldn't say it's harder. I would just say it's different. But we wanted to kind of show people that it's possible. I mean, we do. We travel now more with the kids than we did before kids. So it's entirely possible. You just kind of have to have a different frame of mind, I think. I think you guys have do, a good, do a great job with your, your channel and putting stuff out. Do you guys do a schedule or just whenever you travel, you put a couple shows out? Did you guys? It used to be weekly. I mean, we were pretty well on the every Sunday we would post new episodes. But then when the pandemic hit, there wasn't yeah. a lot of travel content to be doing. Um, so then we did our RV stuff and we got back more into that regularly. But I think now we'll start getting back into the weekly or every other week or something like that. Yeah, now we're a little bit more regular with our traveling again. Yeah. You can only make up so much content just sitting on your couch for a YouTube channel. Yeah. It's just, it doesn't it doesn't uh, it doesn't work well. <laughs> Very cool. That's I think everyone should go check it out. So if you haven't already, you guys are great and uh, you've been great guests. Do you have any uh, tips to leave that you've kind of learned over the years or not enough uh, trips or things that uh, we can benefit from? Oh, man. We talked about some of them already. Yeah, I think most of them are the kind of just being flexible and understanding that things change on a dime. Always get a refundable hotel room. Yeah, always get a refundable (laughs) hotel room. We just booked a cruise and got totally... We we canceled it and just... That wiped us out. (laughs) The cancellation fees. So yeah, always check those. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I think just, we already talked about the time of day. We always go for morning. With kids, I would say, if you can align your flights with like a nap time or something, that's helpful. Um, I mean, usually we, our kids will kind of roll with it either way. But sometimes if we can, we try to make it happen during a nap time because then they'll sleep just right through it which is super nice those are good tips well thanks for being on again so hopefully everyone enjoyed i know i've really enjoyed being with you guys and hearing your stories and stuff and uh, thank you i appreciate uh you share with us and uh we'll see you guys next week absolutely thank you thank you bye are we still on the funny stories yeah well yeah, but did, do you have, did, do you have a funny story? Oh no, I'm not funny. I don't have any funny <laughs> I'm not funny. <laughs>